Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is, wherever you are, wherever you're watching or listening. My name is Adrienne Warren and I am the host of the Kendera's Pictures Podcast. This is season one, episode nine. So let's just jump right into it. So let me tell you guys a little bit about this podcast. If you don't know by now, if this is your first time listening, watching or whatever. So every other week I talk about classic Hollywood history. But from an African-American perspective, from the perspective or through the stories of African-American entertainers of the time. So on this podcast, we talk about the Paul Robesons, the Lena Horns, the Teresa Harris's, the Eddie Rochester Andersons. You know, we don't talk about the Roosevelt Hotel. We talk about the Dunbar Hotel. Um, we don't talk about, you know, Sunset Boulevard. We talk about Central Avenue, things like that. And in this episode, what I want to do is make it absolutely clear that none of this, this podcast, my film company, my knowledge and understanding of black entertainment history, classic black entertainment, it would be nothing and it would not be shaped into anything if it weren't for one man and that man is Mr. Donald Bogle so for decades you know retrospective works about American entertainment classic American entertainment the history of it it's pretty much centered white entertainers the creators the directors the establishments that things took place or in which events took place you know that's really if you watch any documentary on television or on Turner Classic Movies you know whatever the case may be any book it's usually pretty white centered and often people of color are usually if they're even mentioned at all which does happen but they're usually mentioned in like this particular section or they get a certain section in a book or in a documentary and you know there are even whole television networks channels that will (laughs) probably wouldn't show anything with african-americans or any other group any non-white group outside of the month in which they're celebrated. For instance, you'll see most African-American movies or movies with predominantly black casts on, you know, the famous Turner Classic movies. Um, Shout out to Jacqueline Smith or Dr. Jacqueline Smith. You usually won't see them on Turner Classic movies until it's Black History Month or throughout the year. If they do show the movies outside of that, it, they're coming on at like 4 a.m. Eastern Standard Time in my history. I, I don't have cable. I haven't had cable in a long time or access to it. But even now when I check out the schedule, I'll see, you know, you know, movies like Cabin in the Sky and all that stuff coming on at like 4 a.m. You know, but we're not going to get into that in this episode. So that's usually been the case, especially with books and since the 1970s, Donald Bogle has, I won't say he's been the only historian, the only historian, the indie, the only author to discuss African-Americans' contributions and their place in American entertainment, American entertainment history. But to me, he is probably, he's like the supreme, <laughs> the supreme uh, American horror story uh, reference. He's like the the person he's more so like the the grill to me of black hollywood black hollywood history he's been the one or one of many but most notably the person who's gone be above and beyond to make black entertainers in history more than just a footnote 
you know, in the history books, in the documentaries and all of that, even though it still happens like, you know, he is the one that has written the whole the books, you know, talked to the people, gone out and talked to Vivian Dandridge before she passed away. Dorothy Dandridge's sister, um, Isabel Washington, Freddie Washington. He's been the person that has gone out and talked to these people before they passed away. And I think we really need to make that known and talk about that more um, because he really is a trailblazer. So let me give you a little background, a little history on my my dealings with um, Donald Bogle. Well, not dealings. That makes it sound like I've talked to him or something like that. My um, let me just talk about my personal story. So my mom, she got introducing Dorothy Dandridge, the HBO movie with Halle Berry, of course. Um, she got it from Columbia House. <laughs> so, you know, it can you can imagine how long ago this was. So I think she got it about a year or two after the movie came on HBO. So the movie came out or premiered in 1999. So I think she probably got the, the tapes, the VHS tape, 2000, 2001 maybe. And usually what happened when we would watch biopics, documentaries, my mom, she would hop on the computer, hop on AOL, <laughs> to research the real person you know like like we do now we'll be watching a movie about somebody and then we'll go to wikipedia read more information things like that so my mom was definitely that person back in the day and i usually was with her me and my sister so when she was looking up dorothy dandridge the website is still up i believe but the website was titled life unfulfilled it was up for a very long time that was the first uh, whenever i talk about dorothy dandridge i always shout that website out because it was out for like it's it's probably been up on on you know on the internet for probably about a good 20 plus years so um so the moment like i started reading through the website and looking at pictures of the real dorothy dandridge and right away i had to been like nine eight or nine years old right right away i just knew that this this woman is going to have some type of impact on me. Well, when I was a kid, I wasn't like, oh, my God, this woman is going to have an impact on my life. It was more like, I really like this woman. She is very beautiful. I'm really drawn to her story. You know, that's how it was. But basically this, you know, everything that I do now, it stems from that love and admiration for her. So anyway, um, so, you know, around this time, I've, I've researched as much as I could hopped on the internet was constantly looking up her um filmography checking tcm's website or checking yeah checking their website checking their schedule to see if any dorothy dandridge movie was going to come on and i do remember i do remember catching the very end of carmen jones which made me mad <laughs> and um a day at the races but anyway i was kind of in the the research phase i'm finding out about dorothy dandridge and then i'm learning about other actors in Hollywood, the Marilyn Monroe's and the Ava Gardner's, you know, during this time. So one day my grandma, she took us, me and my sister to the library. So, you know, you have, you have the adult library cards and you have the kid library cards. And I went and looked for Dorothy Dandridge, anything, any book about Dorothy Dandridge. I think I probably did searching on the computer and saw that there was a book available found it got it with my grandma grandma's library card so the book is dorothy dandridge a biography so it was published in 1997 by mr donald bogle and so this was three decades almost three decades after her death she passed matter of fact she passed away september 8th 1965 so that was actually um 
not celebrated, but um, she was memorialized this week by a lot of her fans and a lot of um, African-American black entertainment fans. So about three decades after her death, she was not only was she kind of erased from the public memory as a whole, but I'm not going to get too deep into it. This is for another episode, but as much as people probably won't want to admit it, she was often erased a lot from black media as well after her death, especially when we started finding out things about her life. You know, it almost seemed as if she didn't exist. You know, nobody like Dorothy, the name, her name kind of got erased and forgotten for quite a bit until this book came out. So, you know, I'm going to be honest, when I first got the book, <laughs> like I said, I was like, eight or nine. I didn't read that whole thing the first time I got it. <laughs> I looked at the pictures. I think I started and was just like, okay, these are a lot of words and a lot of words I don't understand. So I'm going to just look at the pictures, which I did. And of course, I've read it since I've gotten older. But just as much as Dorothy Dandridge's name has been somewhat embedded in my spirit, the name Donald Bogle in reading that book, that also became a thing for me so I was always looking out for his name whenever I was watching documentaries and I still do documentaries about Hollywood and everything books I'm always looking for that name or it always stands out to me when I see it so before we continue we're going to talk a little bit more about Mr. Bogle himself but we're going to take a quick commercial break okay and we are back from the commercial break thank you guys again for tuning in so let's talk about donald bogle a little bit more first of all i hope i am saying this man's last name right because i've been calling him donald bogle for the past (laughs) almost 20 over 20 years now uh it could very well be bogle but i think it's definitely bogle but anyway donald bogle has written six books about african-americans particularly their contributions to film Television. So the first book was published in 1973. Short title, Toms, Coons, Mulattoes, Mammies and Books. So this is a book that explored five stereotypes of African-Americans in film. So, you know, imagine this is back in 1973. Um, this is when, you know, as a people, African-Americans, black Americans, people in the diaspora, we're, we're starting to really be vocal, always have been vocal about race relations, especially when it comes to ourselves. But this is when, you know, this is Black Panther time, post-civil rights era, post-assassination of everybody, you know, that type of time. So this is this was a contribution to that era of literature and that literature, um, that era of publication, especially for African-Americans. So and so his most recent book, like I said, he's published six books. His most recent was titled Heat Wave, um, The Life and Career of Ethel Waters, obviously a biography um, for Ethel Waters of or of Ethel Waters and if you are frequent listeners of the show you know I reference his 2005 book so I think this was his uh, fourth book fifth book I believe so this book was written in 2005 Bright Boulevards and Bold Dreams I reference this book all the time and that's why I say I am absolutely indebted to this man because probably I'll say 80% of what I know, the names that I know, come from him. So, like, I got my copy, well, a copy that I bought a few years ago of the biography, Dorothy Dandridge's autobiography, or biography, and I'm, like, absolutely certain that Nana Mae McKinney, the first time I read her name, was probably in this book. 
And like I said, that was when I was like eight, nine years old. I think I read the book again when I was like 14. I can't remember. But like I I keep saying, like much of what I know about black Hollywood history comes from this man. So please check out his books. You can he pops up in documentaries from time to time, like I said, from Turner Classic Movies or on Turner Classic Movies. Um, Probably any any documentary about film or television especially black film black television i know for certain he is in movies and moguls and movie stars that um turner classic movies documentary that's like a six-part series that i have a copy of and i love i watch it like it's like it's the lion king (laughs) or something like that and small steps big strides that's another documentary. I actually borrowed that from the library. I don't know how available it is to the public, like the general public, but I definitely borrowed it from the library when I was in high school. And he also had a book or has a book called Brown Sugar, um, celebrating 80 years, six, celebrating 80 years of, you know, black women in the entertainment industry. So it, I think it came out in about the early 80s and it start starts from about the 1900s I believe on down and um what was I saying oh he has a there's a documentary there was a four-part PBS series based on that book and he wrote it produced it and directed that that particular series and I know somebody posted it on YouTube I kind of don't want to put them out there because you you know once people once YouTube finds out about certain things they snatch stuff down real quick but if you happen to you know search around look around you just might find the series somebody taped it so it's a little grainy but it's definitely worth the watch so I mean the man's he's he's everywhere a face he's one of those people that you either know his name but can't remember his face or you know his face but you can't remember his name because he has contributed so much but he seems like the person that's kind of like um um how can I say it like kind of reserved very drawn back he like if I call him a legend I got a feeling like I said I don't know this man but I have a feeling if I call him a legend he's probably going to be like like yeah don't call me that you know (laughs) but like he seems like a very humble person but anyway so he currently teaches at university of pennsylvania at nyu's tisch school of the arts and i am so sorry i almost made it to the end i hope you can't hear it but that's my dog barking in the background as usual she kills me so let's let's let her do her thing Bru- uh, like I'm, I'm almost at the end. <laughs> I almost said bro too. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so yeah. So last, like last, I've read about him in the sources about Donald Bogle. He currently teaches teaches at the University of Pennsylvania. He's a Temple University graduate. Also teaches at NYU, famous Tisch School of Arts. And like I said, I'm calling him a legend. I don't know how he would feel about that. You got some people that just kind of stray away from titles like that. But he is a legend in the world of publication, in the world, in black history. And just he's an unsung legend, I believe. And I owe him a lot. A lot of others owe him a lot. Um, So please, I encourage you all to check out his books if you haven't done so. Um, his his books are just like treasures. I I would like to see him publish one more, like a few more, you know. But I know it takes a long time. But um, 
Yeah, check out his books. Find those documentaries. Small Steps, Big Strides is one. Um, Movies and Moguls by Turner Classic Movies. Um, I've seen him in another one, I think. Brown Sugar, of course. But I think I've seen him in like a fourth one. I can't remember. But check him out, please. And with that, I am signing off. That is the episode. And I wish y'all a wonderful rest of your day, night, whatever time you're watching this. And don't forget the next episode, which will post on... uh, Let me check my calendar. It will be posted on Anchor. September 20... Nope, nope, nope. September 29th. Yes. That will be the last episode. That is the finale for season one. So make sure you check out previous episodes. Make sure you tune in for the live recording of that episode. You can learn more about the podcast and Kendaris Pictures in general by visiting KendarisPictures.com or following on Facebook. Instagram, Twitter. The Twitter name is Kendaris1117. And until then, or until next time, y'all enjoy your day. You have a good week and all that. Sending all you, all types of love and, and thank yous as well. Shout out to my best friend. I'm gonna say it out loud. She bought some merch, some Kendaris Pictures merchandise. So you can go to the website to learn more about that too. So again, thank y'all for tuning in. I am signing off.